3: Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Buslem, but everybody else in between. Sunday, bloody Sunday has begun. SiriusXM XM Channel 159 Sports Grid. Radio Networks will welcome our AM radio affiliates. Momentarily, the National Football League regular season and postseason is done. The Kansas City Chiefs win. Super Bowl 57-38-35. Final score. Patrick Mahomes wins his second. Super Bowl most valuable player, his second Super Bowl championship. Although statistically, Patrick Mahomes did throw three touchdowns. It was Jalen Hurts who lit it up 27 to 38, 304 yards, a touchdown pass. Jalen Hurts also ran for 70 yards and three touchdowns. Four combined touchdowns for Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts also fumbled a football that was returned for a touchdown. And there was a small margin of error in this football game. 38-35, Kansas City is victorious. The game obviously goes over the number. We absolutely crushed it along uh, the way. Uh, We're going to break it down. Mo Khan is going to step up and in. Tony Finn joins us from Las Vegas. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, uh, shares his thoughts. As Patrick Mahomes wills the Kansas City Chiefs uh, to victory this evening, And the Philadelphia Eagles join the Atlanta Falcons as the only teams to blow double-digit leads at the half in a Super Bowl. They were 26-1 before uh, the meltdown uh, today. Teams that had a double-digit lead at halftime in in Super Bowl history were 26-1, the lone loss by the Falcons, um, of course, when they led by 18 points at the half against the New England Patriots. It was all about tonight. It was really, it was all about who was going to have the ball last, it seemed. And Kansas City ended up having the ball last uh, tonight. Patrick Mahomes, the first player in NFL history to win multiple championships and multiple MVPs within his first six seasons. Um, And Patrick Mahomes' resume is uh, now two Super Bowl championships, a regular season MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVPs, uh, he's led to the NFL in passing. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. So this is his year. Uh, this is just his year. So he won the MVP, won the Super Bowl, led the NFL in passing uh, touchdowns, and he led the NFL in passing yards. Complete dominance. Only three players have done this in their career. Um, get this. Only three players have done it in a whole career what Mahomes has done in one season. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Kurt Warner. Like, he's basically done, like, all, like, their, you know – is he gonna do, you know, is he gonna rack up six? No. Right? The Kansas City Chiefs, they're they're damn good. They're a hard team to beat. And they're one of these teams. Good thing about the Chiefs is they're not like predicated. As long as Mahomes is there, they have a chance of winning. Right? Like they're not built. Like losing Travis Kelsey would be big. Losing Hill is one thing. If they lost Travis Kelsey, that would be a problem for real. But as long as they have Mahomes, it doesn't really matter, right? They got Sky Moore. I mean, and uh, you know, the Tony right you know they didn't exactly have like big time play and simply, as long as they have this coaching staff they're always going to be there right you know what i mean some teams like the rams the rams won a super bowl last year we all knew they were going to suck this year it was like yeah they're going to win the super bowl they are going to be bad for years to come the chiefs are going to be good for years to come The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Maranci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bustle them, and everybody else in between. Welcome to our annual Sports Rage post-game Super Bowl breakdown. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs are victorious. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP, and it's Patrick Mahomes' world, and we're just living in it. There were a lot of treads that were going against the Kansas City Chiefs coming into this football game. The regular season MVP hadn't won the Super Bowl since 1999 in Kurt Warner, but we said if there's one guy that's good enough to overcome that, it is Patrick Mahomes. The last six quarterbacks to lead the National Football League in passing yards and all lost in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes overcomes that. Um, there was a lot of stuff that Patrick Mahomes has overcome. And I'm not one of these dudes that, like, annoys people the greatest this and the greatest that earlier in their careers. But let's just be real. Patrick Mahomes really is one of the greatest ever to do it already. I mean, you know, what what more can you say about this dude that just finds ways to win football games? I mean, you know, look at the, the season that he's had here. Regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP led the national football league in passing touchdowns led the national football league in passing yards absolutely epic season from Patrick Mahomes and a spectacular performance uh, by the Kansas City Chiefs uh, tonight in you know collectively as a team it really was a collective team effort you know Tony stepping up with the big uh, the big punt return at the time that was a massive play uh, the Kansas City Chief defense doing just enough to throw Jalen Hurts off when they needed it the most. A classic Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagle fan upset about the defensive holding penalty that was called on Bradbury late in the football game. I understand the frustration. I understand the pain of losing. But you need to understand that it actually was defensive holding. If that play happens on like a first down, they don't call it. Right, You know, it was defensive holding, and it did impede him from catching the football. Oh, you can't call that. So what? It means the defense gets to do whatever the hell they want to do, and the offense doesn't get to catch the football? There's a lot of stuff to unpack. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omorantzi. Vent your rage.
0: And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com
4: slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
5: You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Morenzi.
3: The Late Night Anchor Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Morency The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's uh, do this thing. Super Bowl 57 is done. And it was a classic game. That was a great football game. It really was. And, man, really? I don't know why I'm going to start getting into ranking Super Bowls, but the, man, it was intense. It was intense. It, there was great plays being made. Guys were stepping up. Everybody, like, it wasn't just, like, a couple of guys making plays. That's what was special about this game to me. Like, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, like, you know what I mean? Like, game ball, okay, Patrick Mahomes, fine. But, like, really, everybody made plays on the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, Mahomes, 21-27 on one leg. Um, yet he stepped up with some big time rushes, six carries for 44 yards. You know, they got outstated, but they made they, you know they just made big plays. You know, Isaiah Pacheco, you know, the kid's a rookie, steps up 15 carries, 76 yards. Jarek McKinnon, who I didn't think uh was gonna, you know, go over nine and a half long rush, you know, stepped up with some big-time plays, man, four rushes, thirty-four yards. McKinnon, three catches, fifteen yards. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster had a nice couple of drives in the second half when they needed them, right? It was like they needed somebody besides Kelsey who was getting double teamed to step up. And Smith-Schuster, seven catches, 53 yards. Travis Kelsey, he, he had guys all over him, six, six catches, 81 yards. Yards goes over, reception stays under. Justin Watson, a couple of catches for 18. Um, you know, just you know, a collective team effort. Um, Kadarius Tony only one catch for five yards, but of course he stepped up with that massive punt return. Kadarius Tony two punt returns, 77 yards, including a 65 yarder uh, that was really pretty much the football game, right? As I stated, just a complete. A complete team effort on offense. Everybody contributed. And Kansas City defensively, even though they kind of got gashed, they made enough plays. Now They made one more play than Philadelphia did. We'll put it that way. Mo Khan, is Mo ready to step up and in? Let's get Mo Khan's Super Bowl 57 breakdown. Mo Khan, TSN Radio, former wide receiver, Concordia University and more. Mo, always a pleasure. How you doing tonight? What did you think of Super Bowl 57?
5: Uh, two things, Gabe. Uh, Game was great, and your jacket's super sick, my friend. That is a sick starter jacket you got damn easy, my oh. friend.
3: Oh, you like that? I appreciate that. I said, sorry. I voted. No, you like that. I would have scooped you up. Well, but I tell you, this <laughs> one sold out. Uh, it's not even on the website for some reason. They have like a million really cool jackets. Like there were some cool yeah. Arizona ones with the Grand Canyon on the back and sort of desert-themed stuff. And there were some cool ones, but this one just sort of caught my eye, Mo. I was I got this on at a store near the convention center, like NFL-sanctioned stuff. But the stores had some stuff. And I saw this. I was like, yeah, this is perfect for me. This is the one I want. And uh, I swear, they only had two left on the wall. Fortunately, this one fit,
5: so I scooped it up. Yeah, I, I tell you, with McAfee, I go, holy bleep, that sick jacket. That, that You got
3: to look good when you're going on the McAfee show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course,
5: look feel good, man. But, but no, to answer your question, yeah, the, the game was a fantastic game. I, I know people are fucked on that penalty by Bradbury, but you think about it, and I'll give you the analogy, this is like a boxing match, right? The, the Eagles were w- were winning on points, right? Time of possession control yep. the narrative. But the Chiefs in the second half, of the, or, or the, half, uh, the second part of the, of the box match, got those knock knockout blows, those key body blows that enabled him to win that football game. And I just thought that halftime came at a, at a prime moment for the Chiefs to kind of regroup, refocus, and allow Mahomes to kind of just calm his nerves down because at that point, Gabe, right before halftime, he was reeling. He was not playing well. He was off the football field, I think, for a good – 15 to 18 minutes of real time, you know, on the clock that it was. So, I just think that half-time came at a blessing for them. And I think in the second half, Andy Reid made the key adjustments, and that's why they won the LeBron Trophy for the second time in the last four years.
3: I think as well, Mo, what a difference it would have made that if they were down 14 instead of 10 at the half, right? It just was a field goal there. But, you know... I said it all week. I said, you know what? Yeah, Philadelphia have a deeper team. You want to go man-to-man, talent versus talent, okay. But but there's an intangible to winning a football game as well. And I thought right. the Kansas City had the intangibles, but the Philadelphia Eagles guys had more first downs. The Philadelphia Eagles had more third-down conversions. The Philadelphia Eagles ran way more plays. Uh, they had more passing yards. They had more total yards, and they, had, they dominated the time of possession. You know what it reminded me of this game? Even though it was higher scoring, was the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants were going back a ways. But what I saw in the first half, the Kansas City Chiefs, like, let's see how many minutes they ended up with in the end. But what I saw in the first half that they only had the ball for eight minutes, I was like, They're a lot, you know, that's that's not good. So they ended up getting the ball for twenty-four minutes when it was all said and done. So they did better with the time possession. But I remember the Buffalo Bills when they lost to the Giants on the Norwood kick, it was twenty to nineteen. And the Bills only had the ball for 19 minutes in a game. Like, you know, remember O.J. Anderson, Otis Anderson, kept getting first downs all the time and bleeding the clock on them. And they set a record. The Bills set a record, a point a minute. (laughs) No one ever did that in the Super Bowl. (laughs) They they scored 19 points and had the ball for 19 minutes only. And I was sort of thinking – it was the same thing, except KC found the way to win at the end with the field goal. Buffalo did it. You know what I mean? Like, Buffalo got dominated sort of by time and possession and all that, but every time they got the ball, they scored. And it was the same thing with KC. When they got the ball, they scored. They just, you know, Philadelphia had the ball so long all the time, it was like Mahomes was on the sidelines for 15, 20 minutes.
5: Yeah, and the thing is, we spoke, you asked me last Sunday in the last segment, what would be a key for the Chiefs to win a football game? And I said their O-line would be key because remember, right, Two years ago, they got throttled by the Buccaneers' front seven, and they invested into their O-line. Mahomes didn't get sacked once. He had a couple of pressures here and there, but he had a clean pocket game. And what was surprising, because the Eagles, you know, they had a lot of sacks this past season, and they did it with the front four only, no no blitz required. They couldn't get to Mahomes. And that was a key starter that I thought played out in the second half Where you know, when you thought they would come up with big play, they couldn't get a finger on Mahomes. And I thought that was massive on how well that Chiefs 0 line played in, in that football game. They said, look, we can weather the storm, but we just got to make sure we keep our focus. And that's what they did. And they were able to, to lock down that front seven and win that football game for the Chiefs.
3: Mo, I brought this up earlier. I want – there's a lot of things I want – we got to get your take on the penalty call. Uh, I, for one, think it was a penalty. But yep. I wanted to get something. You talked about the Eagles and the defensive line. There were times that they did get to him, but Mahomes is so crafty, isn't he? Right? Like, just, you know, it's amazing. It looks like, oh, they got him. And he just finds that little seam increase and he doesn't take off, but he just sort of dances around and he buys some more time. And he did it time and time again. But I brought this up earlier. The field conditions were bad. All right? So they painted the field. It was clearly a problem. But I found it interesting. Aaron Andrews said that the... The Philadelphia Eagle players, for the most part, changed their cleats uh, at halftime. But the Kansas City Chiefs did not. Yet, I thought that the Eagle players were the ones that were slipping around more. I don't know if it was in their head or... Because, they look, they went through a couple of pairs of cleats and they were still sliding around. And, you know, how many times did you see Hassan Reddick coming from the outside, bro he flat-out slipped a couple of times and kind of fell. There were a couple other times where, like, it didn't take much to stop him because he wasn't getting any traction. And, right. I guarantee you, if you spoke to him, he would tell you that it really was upsetting that he couldn't get any real traction going. But that's on the training staff, and that's on him, man, right? Everybody's running on the same carpet there, bro.
5: Yeah, and thing is, uh, from where we're at tonight, right, the, the turf was resodded, and it was done locally in Phoenix, uh, about two and a half weeks ago. So the and the thing is, it's kind of like baseball glove, right? You have to work in the baseball glove to fit your feet or your hand, right? Yeah, It's too new. You're, you're saying because
3: they, they, they put a new field yeah. in, right? Yeah, yeah.
5: Exactly. So there wasn't there wasn't the, and the thing is, they, I believe they don't allow to have practices on that field until game day. So the players they did not really get a chance to really work it to their feet or the cleats or the studs into the turf until warmups of of, of Sunday afternoon. So just think that, you know, there's got to be a better protocol in place for them about to kind of say, look, we'll give your team a day or two to kind of get comfortable with it, but don't mess it up with Sunday afternoon football.
3: There have been complaints in the past about this turf at this stadium that is slippery as well for whatever reason. King Gaja in Dallas tuning in on 97.1 The Freaks says A.J. Brown slipped on a couple of different cuts as well. He did. But as I stated, figure it out. Get the right cleats, tape your feet up. Do what you got to do.
1: Come with
5: me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're
3: good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be
5: watching with his wife, Hillary.
3: Philadelphia had 25 first downs. Kansas City, 21. Philadelphia ran 72 total plays. Kansas City ran 53 plays. Total yards were pretty close. Philadelphia 417. Kansas City 340. And you know what we said earlier. KC just did a little bit more. You know like. um, If it was a boxing match. As Mo with us discussed. It was like Philadelphia racking up. You know. Nice combos and punches and stuff. But. Kansas City had the flashier rounds mo, you know what I'm saying? Late. <laughs> like, you know. It was like, ah, they're up. Philadelphia are up like four two on the card through six rounds. Or something like that and then sort of like mayweather Mahomes. you know i remember May, that was mayweather's deal all the time well he was also betting on the over of the fight so he'd wait to finish you <laughs> he would wait. <laughs> he knew he was good enough he he knew he wouldn't sell pay-per-views if he finished fights too early even though it wasn't a knockout artist he could embarrass people if he wanted to you know what i mean it's like he carried right. connor he said nah i know people paid like i'll give you 20 minutes or something here and then i'll finish it like but <laughs> Uh, the champions respond late, Mo. Right? It's about making plays late. Yet this isn't a case that Philadelphia didn't make plays. You know, they just ran out of time. It's one of those. It was a great game. I don't think Philadelphia can hang their head and look all oh, we, you know, we choked. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. We should have stopped this. You lost to a great quarterback. You lost to one of the greatest ever to do it. It was a close game. It could have won either way. You fell short, but I don't think Philadelphia have anything to be ashamed about. Oh, and I don't think they by, they choked or anything like that. Philadelphia Eagle fan didn't like the, um, you know, didn't didn't like the the penalty call. What was your take on the uh, Bradbury defensive holding call on Schuster?
5: Right, right call. And, and you heard Bradbury post game say, so "Yeah, I held him right because he knew he was beat." And, and so cool.
3: Bradbury admitted it after.
5: That's right. In, in the post game, he said, "Like I, I held him, you know." And, and I think what people don't realize is that it was the first uh, contact where Bradbury held him, not at the end of the route where they thought it was called for. It was where he initially held him on the line of scrimmage. That was the call. That was the correct call. And even uh, even Gene Steratore said it on the on the radio. That's what it was. He said, "Look, you know that can happen. Like he, the referees made the right call in that play." And unfortunately for Bradbury, he got exposed for it. And this thing, look, Gabe, we we think about the Eagles now. Last year when you and I were conversing after they, they lost to the Buccaneers, our question was, would Jalen Hurts be the quarterback of this team in 2023? And he's earned that right now. They, they made some great moves in the off season. They made some great moves in season. And now for the move towards this off season, can they continue to get those right guys in place here and kind of build up what they want to be? They got $8 million in cash space as we speak. So you're going to send Jalen Hurst this off season here. And can you build around that franchise to say, look, we can definitely make another run again, maybe not this year, or maybe in two years from now, where we do a reload again here and get ourselves back to where we want to be. And look, the Rams. Remember, they lost to the Patriots in 2019. They ended up winning the Lombardi Trophy the last season. Same parallel could have happened for Nick Sirianni and this Eagles team moving forward.
3: It's interesting to hear the different perspectives. On the call, Chiefs wide receiver Juju Smith Schuster said it was 100% uh, holding. <laughs> <laughs> so Juju Smith said, when asked if it was, oh, if he thought it was, holding, oh, what's he going to say? No. Uh, yes, he said, I thought it was 100% holding. Brad says after, um, it was holding. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they would let it slide. <laughs> there it is. Like he admits it, guys, right? But my deal is, Mo, I, you know, if this happens, you almost, people say you can't call in that spot. I believe you have to call it in that spot. If it's the first quarter of the game, I don't call that. You know what I mean? If it's the first quarter of the game, you know, and it's it's at midfield or something, or, you know what I mean, it's a third and 18. If it doesn't affect it, but it affected the game, that play. It's like tripping someone in front of the net, bro. Like, yeah, I get it. You want to let a lot of stuff go late in a tie hockey game for the Stanley Cup final, but at the same point in time, you can't let everything go, and you can't impede someone from an opportunity of getting a first down like that. He held him. He admitted that he held him. There it is for Eagle fan out there. James Bragg's own words. I, I, he in his own words, it was holding. Actually, he goes, it was a holding. <laughs> if I want to read it correctly, it was a holding. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they would let it slide. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni wouldn't blame the loss on the officials. Class act. You know, it's uh, not my job to. I mean, you'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different uh, things and calls here and there, but it's not my job to make that call. Those guys uh, have to do it in a split second. That's what he saw and he called it. Uh, I know what it always appears to be the one call that makes a difference. That's not what it is, right? That's not what it is. There are many plays that contributed to the end result of the game. And today, uh, they were the better team than we were. Pretty class act after the game. I always say the same thing, right? Like Adele said, I hate to, like, you know what I mean? I get it. when There's been way worse calls in the playoffs, guys, than this. Uh Look, so 70, what was it, 73 to 52 plays, 125 plays ran. You can't say that play decided the game. And Bunker would have made the kick anyways. They would have had a little bit more time to tie the game. But props to Nick Seriani for owning it and props to Bradbury for admitting that he held.
5: Yeah. And not only that, though, the, if there was a weak spot for the Eagles defense, was, it's for secondary. And if you're a Brett, you said it uh, in post game, and even last week when he was on NFL Meteor Row, If there's one weakness is that the Eagles always bite on double moves. You look at Travis Kelsey's first touchdown grab, uh, it was on a double move, right? The the, the Eagles were, 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 were caught looking like tourists at times, on some de- long developing routes by the by the Chiefs, and there were all double moves. And I just think that you know, in that situation, it goes back to the point we made earlier in the segment. Game is that the front four couldn't get to Mahomes, and that exposed the Eagles' back end and for big plays and in key moments some third downs, as we saw in that last drive for that game-winning field goals. I just think that you know the Eagles, you know, they had to figure out moving forward here that there were some collapses on some touchdowns, on on communication and all that stuff here. If they're going to see that next step, they got to be much more sure and much more confident than what they couldn't be against the Chiefs on Sunday nights.
3: Jalen Hurts sets a Super Bowl record for most rushing yards by a quarterback with three most rushing yards by a quarterback. I'm surprised with his 70 um, that it wasn't higher. Uh, but he didn't get the win, and it's all that matters. And that that fumble was massive. You know, when, you know, we could talk about that penalty. That fumble was massive, as great as he played. That that scoop and score was a massive difference maker in this football game, Mo.
5: It was. It really was. And you think about the offside call before that play.
3: Yes, yeah, sir. That led to it. It would have been first down. It led to it, it, would, it after. Good rewrite. It would have been
5: first down, and we don't. We, and that's seven points that the Chiefs don't get. And it's always the little fun. things. It, it's the little things like that, and, and, and that's what you saw. Hurts try to tell us all, and don't worry about it, guys. We got this. But you saw what happened, right? He tried transitioning the football from his left to right hand, and, and he just lost his focus. He took his eyes off the football, got caught in two lines, and what he wanted to execute. And look, it, it was a costly of loss of points for the Eagles. And you think about the point that you know, he went for field goals late, you know, on late drives and all, all that here. But okay, at the end of the day, though, uh, when, when Jalen Hurts is running the football 15 times for 7 yards, Miles Sanders, who you thought would be the key player for this Kenneth Gainwell, they have all had great second halfs of the seasons. They were nowhere to be found and they said, Look, we're gonna make Jalen Hurts be his with his arm but with his legs, and they pounded him at times here, the Chiefs' front seven. So I think Steve Spagnuolo, even though he got beat in the first drive and on that big play by A.J. Brown for that touchdown in the second quarter, the reality was Spagnuolo had a really good game plan in place, and frankly, that Eagle line did not play as well as he should have to win that football game for the Eagles as he did during the earlier parts of this playoff race that they had.
3: I expected it, though. I thought that they would do just enough. Just enough to throw them off kilter and get, get Jalen, you know, running a little bit, you know, making them throw or making them throw it a little bit quicker than he wanted to. Spagnola does a great job with the schemes. They really do. It was a real collective team effort. Everybody everybody earned um, their Super Bowl ring on this football team, including Chad Henney. Right, including Chad Henney, yeah. man. What a massive, massive drive that he had against the Jacksonville Jaguars, marching them down the field ninety five yards like he did, Mo.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and, and you think about this team here, Gabe. I mean, look, they acquired Kadarius Tony in, in midway through the season, right? Many thought Kadarius Tony would be out of the NFL. And what the enemy you do? Took him under his wing and said, Look, we you want you to make plays. And that's what he did. He made plays for this football team in the second half. Pacheco. We, we didn't know who he was right. No one knew he went to Rutgers and, and played for Greg Schiano. He came in and he made plays in the second half. Sky Moore. You, you think about what happened to him, right? He came with a lot of hype that he would be the next big receiver for the Chiefs. And what did he do? He got demoted in the regular season. He made plays. You made the point with McAfee, right? Juju uh, uh, Smith-Schuster would be a big impact player. He didn't score the first touchdown. He made plays in the second half. So yeah, he was different
3: big different in the big-time big, big time moments, man. He yeah. came up. He was getting open. He really stepped up large in the fourth quarter.
5: No question, Gabe. And every guy that they like, that they brought in to replace Tyreek Hill all made place in a collective force that they were. I know Tyreek has the speed, but they brought in three, four, five guys here, and all those guys were influential in that second half of that win over the Eagles.
3: And Chad Haney has announced his retirement after tonight's uh, football game. He posts a picture on, uh, on Instagram calling it a career, capping it off with a Bud Light and another ring, and he's drinking a beer on the field. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. Hell of a quarterback at Michigan. Hell of a career in the National Football League. Uh, you know, starter, long-time backup, uh, gets a couple of Super Bowl rings. It didn't just, you know. There's been times when Mahomes is out. Every time Mahomes got hurt, Chad Henny played well for them, Mo. He he did yep. he did last year as well right in, in the playoffs dude he played in that Browns game for them like Chad Henne has been a baller for them. More with Mocana on the other side. We'll get to the uh, most important question of the night: Is uh, Rihanna pregnant? This is Sports Rage. I am Rancy. Bring it.
4: some bad news for you.
5: Uh, know, Marge, I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million dollar game? Who? Who?
3: Honey.
4: The X is for extreme. There is no
3: XFL this year. The
4: league folded.
3: Who Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. Now you're going to be sweeping up nails at the beauty parlor, Marge. (laughs) The XFL is back. Kicks off next week. Unfortunately, the National Football League is over. The NFL offseason is too long. (laughs) It's too long, but they need to uh the season's you know the season's also you know getting long as well so their bodies need time to heal they need time to do stupid things and get arrested <laughs> like um idol's time is the devil's time man i'll tell you what speaking of which i don't really know about this michael irvin thing everybody was asking me about that because that was there but the thing is mo mo come with us when you're there mo You're almost like, it's it's almost like being at a football game, you know less than when you're watching on TV, you know what I mean? And I almost want to say like, you know, when you're in the comp, when you're there, you end up in your own little bubbles and stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm there, but I'm also at BetMGM, I'm at the MGM Sportsbook for like three hours a day doing the show at the State Farm Stadium, which was super cool. But I'm there, so like I don't know what the hell Michael Irvin's doing in the hotel lobby. You know what I'm saying? Like people think like I'm in the lobby or something. I don't know. Like I'm I'm at the sports book, and then after I'm in the convention center, and it's a real madhouse, bro. Like you're interviewing people, so you're only really concerned about your work. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I'm like I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get this guy. I'm kind of I'm worried that the Honey Jones isn't going to show up to my table here in a minute. Like that. Yeah, it's sort of like it's a constant stress, and you're on the clock. It's very very stressful actually, to be honest. But it's fun. Like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it's a high wire act, but it's like once you walk in there, man, it's like that. It's go time, man. It's like, it's, you know what a good example? It's like a um, Wall Street trading floor. Very, It's like the rush. Like, it's just, man, it's that media rose over the top, and next year it's going to be as over the top as it's ever going to be because it's in Las Vegas, Mo. Super Bowl, <laughs> Las Vegas. Here we are next year. How cool is that? You're gonna be able to bet on the Super Bowl. Like the sports books are gonna be lit. Forget about going to the game. The sports books are gonna be like thousands of dollars to get into the sports book, bro.
5: Right, and again, you know, you know, the, the the protocol. A lot of guys leave the host city before the game ever happens, right? Because we get back home. I don't think it was gonna be Vegas. Right? I think they're gonna stay throughout the It's Super funny Bowl. you say that, Mo. Yeah. Funny you say that because
3: I always used to wonder about that. Like I wonder, like when I was young and I first like media rose and stuff. I, I I met Jim Rome and I said. Uh, I said, so where are you sitting for the game, Jim? And he started laughing. He goes, dude, I'm out of here. The second my show is over, I go right to the airport on Friday. Pat McAfee, I said, so when are you leaving? Now? (laughs) Like, after a show? (laughs) Like, they're on the air on Monday. Everybody's on the air, right? And you've been there all week. It's time to get out. So you're exactly right. Like, I left Saturday. You know what I mean? Pharrell left Saturday. So I, I guess I'm a big shot now. The big shots leave, bro. Right, The people that actually are actually on the air and have show and people leave. They want to get out of there. They're tired. They're like, I'm, I don't want to wait, be the airport. Imagine the airport on after the Super Bowl. And the next day on a Monday, it's a nightmare. You got to be on the air. But it's funny you say that because I already told them that, Mo. I said today to Scotty Farrell. And I said, Scotty, you have to have my back on this, right? Because I said, I'm going to tell management that next year we're doing the show Sunday (laughs) in Vegas. We're not leaving on Saturday. (laughs) And the crazy thing is, Mo, you know how much it pains me when I go pick up my press pass? Like like last year in L.A., I get to the the, the window, I get my press pass, and the girl says to me, she goes, I'm surprised you didn't get a ticket to the game, too. She goes you know you you could have gotten a pass. She goes you she she goes you know your pass is good for the game as well, right? And I said, "Really?" And she goes, "But you didn't you didn't check the box off." My boss doesn't check the box off cuz he's working me before the shows. So like, <laughs> I got a pass. It's even worse though. I could be there. I have a pass. Like I could be at the Super Bowl every year. Like you know what I mean? Like I could be in there. And uh so i told him my deal is no more i'm like i'm good with it i told the guys he said i'm good with it but I said just like I warned them this year. I said if the Bills make the Super Bowl, for the record, <laughs> I said it's different. I said I'm going in, okay, like point blank. And next year, yeah, you got we got to do the show because we'll do the show Sunday from like MGM or something, and it'll be crazy mowing the sports book, right? It's a little bit different, like in a convention center. But I doubt we'll be in a con- like we might. We'll probably be in a sports book. I don't even know if I'll be on media row. Like I will, I won't. Like I'll be on both type things. I'll be on media row, but I'll also probably be in a casino doing my shows. You know.
5: This might be the most epic Super Bowl for fan interest, for gambling. As you made the point, I think 16 billion was was placed on bets for this game alone. Just imagine next year' game. I think we might hit 20 plus billion for for, for gambling and all that stuff here. I think. Well, you know what's they-
3: good about this one, Mo, is yeah. if the Super Bowl's in Arizona or you know even L.A. or something, it's expensive to go, and there's not really a reason for you to go if you're not going into the game you know what i mean like look at how big the nfl draft was people will go to vegas they already go to vegas so people are going to say i want to go to vegas and i'm going to watch the game with a sports book so you get to go to vegas take in all the fan experience stuff live the super bowl life all week right with all the nfl events around the city Uh, you don't need a ticket for that and then uh and then boom you know sunday Everyone's a degenerate anyways. I spoke to a lot of people. I said tickets are $4,000. They will say the same thing. I'd rather bet $4,000 and watch it. <laughs> so, and that's what they're going to do next year. Like every sports book. But the thing is, guys, people don't realize this. Vegas is upscale now. And, Mo, on like even a regular season Sunday, some sports books, bro, it's like $200 to get in. Like they'll let you like get walk in and place a bet. But you're not sitting in a nice leather couch and taking up their space if you don't have money. It's just point yep. blank. Like it's they don't care. Like you're oh well, what about my business? Good for you. Go bet on a kiosk, your ten bucks, and have a bud light on the sidewalk, but you can't sit in the Bellagio, bro. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like and what it is is it it separates the riffraff, Mo. There's a lot of street people in Vegas, man. Like a dude, like they'll take over the book. So I know it sucks. Tourists don't like it. They go, Oh my god, I'm paying 300 dollars for a hotel room. I want to watch the game with a book, and they're telling me it's $80 for a chair right but if they don't do it then you're gonna it's gonna you know what i mean so i'm just telling you now for the super bowl man it'll be five hundred dollars it'll be a thousand dollars like it's not just going to be free guys it's sports books even that's what i'm telling you like it's going to cost like to even watch everywhere for this but it's going to be fun it's going to be off the hook and it's going to be the first time ever like a super bowl where like there's a sports book well there's a sports book across the street But just like the whole strip and stuff, like it's gonna be nuts. Like Vegas is going to be nuts, and they have the F one going there, like November through the Super Bowl. It's gonna be (laughs) lit, bro. Locals are gonna hate it, mo, because they're gonna shut the city down. Like between the F one going there in November, they're gonna shut it down a week before, bro. Like there's a lot of stuff to set up, so they're gonna. They're already pissing people off. They're gonna shut that down. And then they'll just say it's going to be a big security thing. And I guarantee you the, the, the NFL is going to like it that the F1 started it. <laughs> right? Like they're going to come in right after and basically say, oh, we're just going to continue the security type thing. Like it's going to be a massive security. Like this is the biggest security job in the history of the world, basically. Las Vegas Super Bowl next year. Are you kidding me?
5: Vegas, you're right. F1 is coming this November. Super Bowl next year. I think the college playoffs are coming at some point in the next three, four years. I think the Final Four will make its way to Vegas at some point. The Pac-12 has made its roots now with, with the football final.
3: Uh, I think the Final Four at, is announced. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, I think it's in two years or next year or something.
5: Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Exactly. So, so you know Vegas has now become a sports destination because, again, you know very well. Ten years ago was taboo. Like there was the idea of coming to Vegas for sports. Forget about it. But now it's been embraced. And if you are if you are going, well, definitely
3: they're going to have the national title football game. They just had it in L.A. Like it's going to Vegas in the next couple of years for sure.
5: Right, and and then WrestleMania included as well at some point. So this this thing about Vegas right now, ten years ago they had no professional sports teams of high level. Now they're the NBA, NHL, uh, NFL, uh, probably NBA They're going to get the A's. Uh, they're going to get the, the Oakland A's, a's probably.
3: Right. I don't want NFL them to. Race. They should They should get their own damn team and leave Oakland alone, but it looks like that's right. what's going to happen.
5: Right. Then, then MLS might come in there as well. I mean, it's crazy how big it oh, is. Oh, they down are. Down.
3: They are. It's official. Well, it's pretty much official. Yeah. MLS, yeah, Las Vegas, two right.
5: years. So it's, it, it, the, the NFL is going to reap in so much uh, financial gain next year in Vegas that – you know, they always talk about L.A. man being a part of that rotation every four years. Vegas might be that city that could be in the NFL a Super rotation every four or five years because of what it generates for revenues for the NFL coffers and for everyone in that local area of Vegas.
3: I'm surprised that they didn't. I'm surprised that they didn't. Um, they didn't just come back to to, to FIFA and to Soccer USA and say, listen. We made a mistake we want in on this as far as the world cup like how the hell is the world cup not going there you know they didn't bid
5: yeah
4: they did not bid
5: yeah i forget what the story was with that i i i I remember reading that up somewhere about the they were not comfortable you know but you're right
3: fifa fifa yeah 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 they weren't willing to sign over like everything Basically, right. it, when FIFA comes to town, you go under Swiss law, and they weren't down with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they were also paying for everything, and you don't get to keep any of the money. Like FIFA makes the you can host it, but we take all the money from the tickets and everything too. There's a lot like, there was a lot of sort of yeah, there was sort of governmental stuff that the Nevada was just not going to budge on. Same thing with like people bitch about Alberta and Canada, like oh Edmonton's been a big supporter of soccer, they didn't bid. They didn't bet. They balked at the terms of the agreement.
5: Yeah, yeah, and, and that's why I think now for Vegas, look, to lose the World Cup, right? Whatever, they'll make it up, game. They'll, they'll get three, four, five more events. And, and you know what's going up in the area, right? MSG's building out that Spear Dome that's going to open up this fall. They they have enough uh, event sites to bring in events, game. So I'm not too worried about Vegas losing out on one or two big events here they'll make it up in the coming 5-10 years of what's going to come their way uh, with all these major sporting events
3: I see earlier in the day I told people in Philadelphia or I was telling people everywhere I said man you know, they're, they're greasing the poles and stuff already I said the only poles that are going to need to be greased on Sunday after they lose are at the strip clubs alright because you know the, the overconfidence. so for the record there's a massive riot right now in Philadelphia I'm not surprised I'm not surprised <laughs> But there is, I'm seeing it's, well, there's a riot, like massive riot. The St. Joe's area, there's multiple riots, uh, breaking news, multiple riots in Philadelphia, objects being thrown at police, police in riot gear, groups of 200 people or more are now gathering near City Hall. Um, oh, no, okay, just this is just now, Philadelphia police have now declared an active riot scene. Legally, it's an act of riot, according to the police scanner. <laughs> right now, Mo, I'm looking. So, <laughs> act of riot. <laughs> act of riots. Oh, they're pissed. Yeah, I see video now. Yeah, they're storming City Hall. What the hell's wrong with you people? The What's wrong with people, man? Your team lost. Like, Mo, I'm a Bills fan. I didn't storm anything after they lost, bro, to the Bengals. I said, that sucked, and I lit up a fat spliff, bro. <laughs> like, I mean...
5: And that's silly for you though when it comes to sports right they boot Santa Claus they're uh, not I'm storming not against january 6th,
3: uh but they're on this I don't know they're getting close and they're not in a good mood I don't know what you know what, what I don't think they're going there like to take pictures uh, the cops this is like this is like january 6th. city hall has been dude. Philadelphia police are doing a better job of protecting their city hall than they did the Capitol. I'm telling you what, there's like half the police department there, they're not playing around. You know, Mo, these Philly cops will start shooting people, too. Like, they're not going to play around these cops in Philly. I can't say anything. It's not like we've never ridden in Montreal before, Mo, in the old days.
2: (laughs) Can't call them out.